you listen to MyMind.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 50. What a nice number. It's um, August the 5th, 2007, the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Hey, Dave. Show 50, you're 50, I'm going to be 50 in a couple weeks. It's very auspicious. Even though we're both, like, practically dead weight this morning, I think. We're going to come have a great show, aren't we? You say that. <laughs> I often go, oh, man. And then you go, oh, it's going to be great. So It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be so much better next time. <laughs> it's going to be better in, like, a minute or two. All right, great. I can't wait. <laughs> I can already... I. I can see the charts are already, it's already trending upward. Yes. Yeah. So, what's happening? Not much. I just got back from vacation, so I'm trying to recover from it. Sorry from your vacation. Yes. You went sailing, you saw some old friends, reconnected with some people from your past. Right. It was my mother's birthday. We saw all the family, most of them. Your mom's a Leo. I didn't know that. I guess she is (laughs) i never know what that stuff means i know what i am only because you're an aquarius yes i am and you're crazy or what they're supposedly um kind of avant-garde a little bit uh unusual um they are humanitarian what are you i'm a leo you're a leo yeah really we're actually opposite. <laughs> Imagine that. Leos are more egocentric, and Aquarians are not so egocentric. Well, good for me. Good for you all <laughs> over. But I see, I don't. Thing is, I don't mind being egocentric, so, uh-huh. so I'm fine with that. Well, that's how you damn Leos are. <laughs> that's how we are. I don't know. Don't give a damn. We're, we're perfectly okay with it. <laughs> um. So today's readings. You know what I think today's readings were about, Reiner? I have no idea what you think, Dave. I I have one word for it. Greed. Greed, really? Greed. Yep, that's what I think today's readings were about. Uh, In in a way. I mean, I think that was a little bit of a theme, because you get that first reading, and they're saying about vanity of vanities. How do you say that? I have no idea. A couple left or something. Then they say about leaving your property. I didn't quite get what they were trying to get to there, but I, I guess the general thing was, eh, it's all kind of stupid anyway. That that's vanity of vanity, things, vanity. All things are vanity. And like, why are you putting all your energy into all this sort of? And it's just all crap anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He says no matter what you do, I don't know. Blah blah. He must leave his property. They're speculating on the futility of life here. I think, right? Well, which is, I don't know that life is futile. I mean, there's a purpose to it, I think, but maybe maybe it's futile to store up things or, or the, or, or the, maybe it's futile, as you say, to put too much um, importance to certain things in life. Maybe it has an importance to itself, but... Maybe. Yeah, I think, you know, it's that whole... The world tells you this stuff is all important and you kill yourself trying to get it and then, like this says, then you die and everything you worked for in life is gone. Yeah, it goes to someone else. So, what was the point of, you know, stressing over all this crap you got? 
you know. Which raises an interesting point, then, why care about anything? But, you know, you, you have to, what should you care about, then? Well, I think that's part of the message here, isn't it, of the whole gospel? And in this case, even, you know, it's the, you know, <laughs> mind of man, mind of God kind of thing. <laughs> Where, you know, the, you, the advertisers are telling you, here's what you got to care about, you know. Your blemishes, your odor, your, you know, your house, your car, your... Your sexual dysfunction. Exactly. I don't mean your sexual dysfunction. I just mean... Yeah. Whoever's. Or mine. Yeah. Okay, I, let's move on. Anyways. <laughs> and and then, you know, and I think this is not what God says. I forget what... What does God say anyway about that? I don't know. Where? where? Anywhere. Oh. <laughs> You know, I, I guess that it's a sort of a, a paradox in a way because, you know, it's that whole thing being in the world but not of the world, or uh, because you know, it's so important. What you, you know, Dave, I was just up at Lake Michigan, you know, at the harbor, and I saw a paradox. You did? Oh yeah. <laughs> Were there boats near those paradoxes? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, you sure you were in the Catskills? Anyways, um, yes, yeah, so, but yeah, because you do, it is important what you do here, but it's important for other reasons than we think it's important. I mean, it, you could be uh, gaining all this wealth, and at the same time, you're, you're, uh, your soul is rotting, and you're becoming a more self-centered, self-absorbed. Um, exactly. Person, and you know. Um, so maybe all this stuff, maybe the world is just a state, you know, or supposed to act this stuff out, but, you know, play, play the good part. Right? Yeah, it just seems that, you know, the stuff that ostensibly, you know, is being marketed out there, that's the stuff that's vanity. Mm-hmm. That if I have everything that you tell me I had, you know, that you're selling to me, am I going to be happy over that? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> and And also, I don't know if a lot of the stuff this is a this is a different thing, but it, it gets so far removed from human happiness too. I I, I mean I, I think we both had the experience of being over in Italy and and experiencing the, the joy that just came from taking a, taking a walk down a tree lined street or sitting in a cafe and having a you know something to eat and talking to some friends or you know sort of the simple things that that really are, are more joyful than um, you know. Materialistic values of the culture. Yes. Do, do we think that's what the gospel is also saying? Is that what? Well, I'm just saying that I think I, I think the gospel is more about like human connection too, and uh, I think there are there are things in life that that foster that, and, and then they tend to be more simple things. If you're more connected with the earth, if you're working in plants or you're I don't know you're walking on the earth or you're talking to people or you're you're more connected with um, you know what goes on I, I don't think that's about acquisitiveness I think that's about connection and I think that's a, that's a that's a greater value uh, I don't know that the gospel says it exactly I guess I say that you know, I think yeah. I think that I think that's more an exp- you know, I, I guess I'd say I think that's more of an expression of what God intended than you know, having a uh, a couple lexuses. 
something. Yeah, I guess if I actually read what the gospel says, it says here, Take care to guard against all greed, for though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Right. And the last line says, Thus it will be for all who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. So we're like, okay, well, what does matter to God then? All right. Does he care that I, you know, took a walk on the beach and had a glass of wine with, you know, my friends, which was enjoyable? And I bet he does. I know. I, I, it seems that way, but it seems odd, doesn't it? Why? Why is that? Why does that matter to God? But you know, my Ferrari doesn't. <laughs> Not that uh, I have a Ferrari, of course. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I don't know that it's a complete dichotomy like that either. I mean, I I think you know we've we've had this discussion before too. I mean, we're we're not disembodied spirits walking around either. We're we're old you know, humans, so that obviously had some purpose. Yeah, yeah, I know, but but see, for instance, take what I just said randomly, so now I'm going up a paragraph in the Gospel, and it okay. says, so the guy tears down his barns and builds nothing, because he had a good year, right? right? The stock market was up in the field. Sure, right. right. <laughs> so he builds this, and then he says, no, great, we're good to go. You have many things stored up for many years. Right. Rest, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, "You're a fool." So, you know that that maybe that's that, well, that's not right either. That's what we just said. Well, I <laughs> okay, but I don't think that I don't think that that negates what we just said because that is more about I think I think what that is more about is thinking that you have some control over your destiny, you know. And also, he's, who's he storing it up for? Is he storing it up for his family or you know? He, I I think with that. You know, maybe if he had said, well, you know, I'm going to store, you know, I'm going to store some, but I'm going to give some away, you know, and, you know, God's will be done. Maybe that would be more. um, What if he was, instead of saying that, it's like, well, thanks, God, for doing this. I'll do what I can with it. I'll do the best I can with it. I think that would be a more appropriate, maybe, way of dealing with it. Yeah, I guess. It seems sort of, you know... I don't know. Nebulous. Well, <laughs> confusing, in other words. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if I'm somebody who says, okay, I, you know, just got a whole bucket load of money dumped in my lap and I'm going to go buy some stuff, or, you know, I'm going to do this because I've always wanted to, or... right. Or I can say, well, I gave it all away to the poor or something. Right. And you go, well, are those, is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. You say, oh, yes, it is. Maybe. I mean, it's not It's not clear. Yeah, it's not cut and stone what's the right <laughs> thing to do. Like. I mean, not rich in what matters to God. Well, what matters to God is you love other people. Love yourself. Well, but that's, I guess, but you say love other people, but that's been rewritten by the marketing folks too, right? Like what? What do you mean? Well, you know, like Sex in the City, you watch TV, everybody's loving one another. 
by going to bed with them. So, okay, I'm doing what God wants, right? Oh. That's why I need all this deodorant and lipstick and hair stuff because so I can love my neighbor. <laughs> right? Well, that could be. That could be. <laughs> now, that's a, well, that's a whole other topic. I mean, um, I don't know. I'm I don't not know. Sure. See, and that's why I need all this stuff. I need my house and my car so that, you know, I can attract those people so that I can love them like God wants me to. Well, you know, that that comes down to, like, some other things, too, is that, you know, it's real. It's also a real primal thing. It'll probably get somebody mad, but there's a primal thing about male-female relationships that, you know, men are attracted to um, healthy, potentially fertile women, and women are attracted to men that, with status and money and power. They can support them and protect yeah, right. their families. Right, so... You look on, on one side and think, oh, that, that, that's totally superficial and stupid. On the other side, it's about propagation of the species, too. You know, it's like it, it sort of makes sense on a real primal level that, you know, the men want to pass on their genes and women want to have enough resources to support their kids. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you do with that? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is not the answer show, is it? I don't think so. I, all right. Yeah, that's good. Okay. No answers this week. This is the question show. This is the question show. So what the hell matters to God? And how do I get rich in that? I don't know. That's probably, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's well. what it says here, damn it. <laughs> I, you know. What does matter to God, anyways? That's my point. I don't know. It's different for every person, isn't it? I don't know, is it? <laughs> well, don't you think? Well, it's different what every person thinks matters to God, but if God is the universal, does it really change? Well, yeah, I think it does, because people have different talents, different abilities. I mean, you, what if you had somebody that was just like a master with making money, and maybe what their job in the world is is to draw this stuff to themselves and then to redistribute it to where it needs to go? Would would that be? I mean, there are people that do that. There are philanthropists. There are people that help, you know, other people find their way in life. Yeah, but I'm some random schmuck, and I go, well, I can kind of do some things. So what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Well, it's not going to come to you through your head or your thought process. It's not going to come like in a dream or inspiration or listen to that small, quiet voice. I mean, it could be could be lots of things, right? Well, I guess. I'm just being a bitch today, though, Dave. Because you're tired. Well, I'm just saying, though. P- well, people it, say that. They go, well, okay, there's all this God bullshit. Uh-huh. But then if you you know, sit around, oh, I'm just going to sit every day and hang out at the Salvation Army and, you know, give chocolate bars to homeless people. Well, that could be that could be totally wrong thing for that person. But, that's what I'm saying. But then, ostensibly, and now I'm doing what God wants, am I? <laughs> then it begs the question of, well, you're, you know, enabling that person to just be a bum because you give them a chocolate bar every day. So are you doing the right thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that one chocolate bar, or maybe that just gets that person over through another day. And- but the guy comes back every day. Eat the chocolate bar. Yeah, but that, that's our human time. We don't know. We don't know that he might not need to come back a hundred 
days or a thousand days, and on the one thousand and one day, something clicks in. I know. I'm just saying, though, Dave. <laughs> if I want to be rich in what matters to God, what the hell does that really mean? How do I know if I'm doing it or not? Well, we're not, I don't think we're supposed to. I mean, like if you're playing foosball, right, and you're screwing around, if the ball goes in the hole at the other end, you know you've... You do, know, you, do you know that it's because of you? I don't know that it's because of me, but I know that if the ball goes in the hole, a little ticky, you know, I clink the things over my end, I'm winning. <laughs> so when I'm done, I know whether I've won or lost. Life is much more simple on the foosball arena. What do you mean? Do you think that life is more complicated than foosball? I think life is, let's say, of course, foosball is a metaphor for life. But I'm just saying there, there's a certain clarity to foosball. You have your you have your scorecard, and it's simple. It's not it's not like, well, I got more points, but, uh, you know, I don't know if I like how I played, or, I, you know, I wish I had taken this many, kind of, this kind of shot. No one cares about that. It's just about the score. I'm just saying it's more simple. As well, let's see. But then you get to that. What if you lost, but you played the best game of your life? How do you feel about that? I mean, you might go, man, that was great. I was, I'm really happy with what happened. That's you, true. Even though it went to Foos and you lost on the final guy, but the other team was kick ass. Yeah, they were like, way, they were, yeah. you're, you're playing way above your league. And exactly. You, you and then, kept in there. then I lost, but I can tell that I did the right thing. I mean, you know, it was a good game. Well, I mean, what if what if life's like that? What if, what if you're well? Is it? But how do I know? Well, maybe you could be. Maybe you have that feeling about life. It's like, well, maybe you didn't get what you wanted, or but maybe I didn't get what I wanted. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you played a good game. You know? Maybe I did. Yeah. I'm not saying your life's over. I mean, I'm just saying people could, you know, people could think that way. You know. I know. So. All right, so should I read my little thing about greed? Sure. All right. This is from something by Julian Edney, and it's called Greed 3. I guess there must have been a Greed 1 and a Greed 2. Maybe. This is the this is a month for sequels, though, so <laughs> doing, I'm doing a sequel reading. No, I didn't do the first two. Okay, so here's what she says um, in one part of it. She says, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Psychologist Tim Kasser in the High Price of Materialism studied the type of person who puts high income and prestige above close friends in marriage and who makes commodities his friends the materialist. Research is not pretty. The emergence that materialists have forever focused on self, trying to maximize their own status at the expense of empathy and mutuality. This draws deformities in personal relationships, and materialistic values are generally correlated with shorter and more negative relationships. Materialists generally are likely to flee from intimacy, and on personality tests, they score more. They score as more antisocial. In dating relationships, they are more conflicted and aggressive. Further, he found materialists to be chronically dissatisfied with themselves. They constantly compare themselves with the lush, brilliant imagery on TV and come off worse. They have more problems with anxiety, depression, and alcohol. They have more dreams involving death. The things materialists acquire are never enough. It is a fundamental point of greed that the more you have, the more you want. They may be driven, but they are like greyhounds chasing a metal rabbit that will, they, they will never catch. The connection between money and happiness being promoted in every minute of commercial television, the caster found that materialists watch copious amounts of TV. Because it interferes with personal relationships, materialism conflicts with the stuff of community. Uh, Kaiser said, 
When materialistic values dominate our society, we move further and further away from what makes us civilized. Amen. So, materialism is bad. Is that what he's trying to say? Well, <laughs> he's saying about, I think he's saying people that are highly materialistic, that that's their overwhelming and predominant value, that it, it uh, has a lot of negative. Yeah, that's that's what the gospel's saying, too. It, it was that same thing, kind of. But we have that confluence of the mind of man and the mind of God here. Exactly. All right. All right, well, go out, everybody. Go to Target. Go to Walmart. <laughs> and then turn around and go home. And sit on your couch and have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> okay. Who came up with advice for the day? Who came up with answers at the end? That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Later. Bye. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.